Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. This episode is bananas. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This oh boy. episode is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This episode is dedicated to Sean G. Woo! Hi, Sean G. Hi, Sean G. This was all Katie because she figured we don't need to just be dedicating episodes to our higher level Patroni, Patropods, but also to the people who have been with us since the beginning and Absolutely. really helped us out. And Sean G has been... A baller. A yeah, balls to has. the wall, balls deep baller. And he's been super supportive. He started a double date with Dateline, yes. which is like Inception. And it is a private Facebook group where you guys can talk about us and make fun of us or talk <sighs> about the shows, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. Katie's puns. No. My general personality that's annoying. Um, or Ugh. the episodes. And it's like this cool community that they've started of just listeners. Oh, but also, you, Sean, Sean helped me with tech stuff at the beginning. Yeah, he's really all-around good guy. Love he him. also makes a lot of jokes where I get like maybe 30% of them because they are so smart they go above my head. Yeah, he's an intellig- he has an intelligent humor. Intelligent humor. Yes. I do. I do very much enjoy his humor, though. Well, you make Kafka references, as we've learned from our... Patreon, it's going to be May. I made a Kafka, a uh, one, un. I'll never do That's it again. That's the first one you've ever made? No likes, no hearts, no smiley faces. So sad. So right. it's just, it's hanging out there for the world to see right. forever encapsulated. Stupid Facebook. And as we learn in this episode, Facebook is a is dangerous place. Enemy. <laughs> yes. Yes. But Shanji, you are not the enemy. No. You're the opposite of the enemy. Thank you for everything, Shanji. Thank you a so of, much. A tip of the hat to you. I'm I'm doing the motion. You can't see me, but I am doing an actual tip of tip of the a tip of the hat. Tip of the, a tip of and the hat. You just caused us to go off on a ten minute tangent that will now wind up in cutting room floor. Yeah. So sorry, and it has nothing to do with you. It's all about World War One, but that's all right. So this and this is a a bomb of an episode. You bet it is, and it's also about my favorite subject, which is what. Bank robberies? Bank heists. Okay. My favorite movies, my favorite everything are heist. I love heist. I remember. You love the gambit. I love to catch a thief. Do you like my favorite heist movie is How to Steal a Million with Audrey Hepburn? Yeah, oh, come it's on. one of my favorites of, of all time. I watch it love so it. many times. Thing is, I like to fall asleep yeah. to it. And then there's several parts yeah. where there's a really loud alarm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then it wakes me up every time. How to Steal a Million and Gambit. For all of our listeners out there, top notch. So good. Shirley MacLaine, Audrey Hepburn, Michael Caine. Who's the man in How to Steal a Million? It's Peter O'Toole. It's Peter, Peter O'Toole. O'Toole who is a hottie patati. Oh. Really? I'm a Michael Caine. I Michael prefer Caine. Peter O'Toole. Okay. I think he's so beautiful in that movie. That's why we're friends. Okay. A Villainous Plan mm-hmm. is the episode title, which is hilarious to me. I don't know why. I feel like plot would have been better. Just for for the action that happens in this, we had a lot of options here. I wrote a lot of titles down. Most of my titles are actual real replacements because I oh, thought good. I had. Mm-hmm. We could have gone a couple directions with this. I'm surprised. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, May third third. This just happened. Mm-hmm. 2019. It's season 27, episode 33. I think. 31. 
Are you sure? Well, the last episode we did was 30. Hosted by Dennis is enough for two full hours. Oh, yeah. He got the two hour. He got the first two hour. That's exciting. This takes place, first of all, in North Carolina, but it's really three states. Mm -hmm. It looks beautiful, except there's a giant police chase going on. And this is an exciting police chase. I would like OJ and Al Cowlings, you know who I am, damn it, to take note, because this is how you police chase. Mm -hmm. We get a full-on rewind. Rewind at the beginning. We even get a graphic on the screen. Well, the weirdest thing is it doesn't start with Dennis's voice. We go straight from Lester into... I was like, that's not Dennis's voice. And they show what I assume is an officer or some sort of something, you know, the special agent. Mm -hmm. And he's talking, he's sort of narrating the chase. And then, yeah, the the graphic fades up. It like swoops. There's like a screen. Yeah, they're getting fancy with it. Eight months earlier in a world. Yeah. It's, they are, they're getting fancier. We go to 2015 Bristol, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Matt Usman. I think that's how, I don't remember how you say his last name. Doesn't matter. Matt, who works in financial planning, plays hockey for the Trash Pandas. There we go. Which I know the internet has collectively decided that that's a great band name, should be retired, but I think we need to pull that out of retirement for this because Trash Pandas would be a great name for a band. Also, it is what I look like when I wake up in the morning and forgot to take off my mascara the night before. Understood. A full-on trash panda. Now... DJ Kimberly Trash Panda. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Spinning the ones and twos. Is that what they say? No, stop it. What are the ones and twos? Don't do that. You do that every time with the ones and twos. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know what that means. Why do I say I think, that? But I think that's a radio DJ. Spinning your dial to the ones and twos. I don't think that's No. That. Really? Maybe. Uh, I don't, I'm so wrong at so many things. Matt heads, but I'm also always right. Isn't it funny how that works out? So Matt. Miracles of life. Matt heads home late that night. He lives with his mom. She's watching the Oscars, which I thought was hilarious. I just thought it was cute. Like, I just love her. She's watching the Oscars. She's staying up late. Her name's Valerie. Valerie watching the Oscars. She's so cute. Call on me. Call on me. What? Are you serious? Steve Winwood? Valerie? Um, I think Valerie is, why don't you come on over, Valerie? Da, 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 I think this da, particular mom da, seems da, da, more da, like da. a Steve Winwood, but. Okay. That's okay. That's fair. So two men run up to Matt in the garage with a gun and they tie him up and his poor mommy. Don't tie up mommy because mom is already upset because Birdman won Best Picture and she could only get through 10 minutes. She thought Selma was robbed. She thought Boyhood was overrated. But she thought Neil Patrick Harris did a great job as the host and is not at all overexposed. (laughs) They separate the mom And put her in the room, in her bedroom with the TV all the way up, which I thought was nice because she can watch the red carpet reviews and the Mm -hmm. backstage interviews. (laughs) Now, Matt, they put duct tape on a hat and like duct tape it around his head, which makes me so claustrophobic. No, that sounds horrible because they said it was a knit hat. So I think uh, what they did is they, they did a ski hat, like pulled down and then taped it around his like his head. That's terrible. that's, no. But they didn't tie, they tie her. 
not they at this point. They put her in the room. Not okay, at this okay. point. All right. So then they put headphones on him and they talk to him through a voice modulator thing, which Dennis <laughs> proceeds to practice and shove right in the still traumatized Matt's face. Poor Matt is having PTSD flashbacks and Dennis does it. And he's like, is this what it sounded like when they were kidnapping you, Matt? And Matt's like, please stop. I am going to start having night terrors again. Like I've just gotten past this and you have re-triggered me, Dennis. This is New Year, New Sassy, New Accosting His Guests, Dennis. I was shocked. I was very surprised. And Dennis. he's shoving it in his face. He's not shoving it in his face, but he is doing it. They're sitting very close together in their interview, and he's going. And he's holding out the microphone thing. And it's, yeah, it's, it's not a, great. It's not great. Dennis. Well, I think Dennis is doing shock therapy. He's going to like, look, we're going to get you over your fear. He's like shock therapizing him. They're doing it right now on Dateline. We're going to, we're going to heal you. We're watching it happen. We're healing Dennis you. This is, is a, a licensed moment. therapist. Yes. Yeah. Done. So the guys say they owe bad people $4.2 million and they need to pay them back. And they need Matt to go and get the money out of the vault at the credit union where he works. At 3 a.m., they tie up the mom and they take Matt for a ride in the car. And then nothing happens on this ride and they drive him back home. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. But he did hear another car starting, so I'm thinking they picked up another car. And then they ask him if he wants to take a shower. And I thought this was going in the way of Tangled. Mm-hmm. But nothing, he just showers. Then they put a C4 explosive on his waist, which feels full on like the pizza delivery case death trap. Oh, yeah. It's so much like that. So the one of the guys goes into mom, who is so upset, and they says, don't be alarmed, but we're going to use the vacuum. These are like the politest kidnappers ever. They're trying probably to get rid of evidence, but they let her know so she wouldn't be scared. And I think I would make some dumb joke like, do you do Windows too? And then they'd like me and then we'd be friends. (laughs) But probably I would have just ended it a long time ago because I couldn't take the stress of it. I think probably why they went in and informed her is because if you heard a vacuum, you would think that they're trying to cover up some other noise, like perhaps of your son screaming. I see. I wouldn't have even thought that. I would okay. have thought they were maybe cleaning up after some stains they had made while murdering your son. That maybe. too, or whatever. But you think it's bad. Like if I had heard right. a vacuum, I would think that's yeah, that's bad. Yeah, so. you're like a dog if you're in that situation, and the sound of vacuum is the most terrifying noise. I think every sound is terrifying. I can't imagine. No, that's true. So they send Matt off to work and they put a bomb under the mom's bed and they put mm-hmm. timers on the bombs that are going to go off. At, his will go off at 11 a.m. And they're both remote controlled so they can set them off at any time. Matt drives to work. He calls his boss on the way and tells him exactly what's going on and says, don't call the cops. The boss, of course, calls the cops. Right. Then we meet first cop. Hot cop. He'll clean up the town. I thought he was kind of cute. So now the dateline animation team has taken over it they're doing it again cgi guy's back he had a couple year hiatus right he's still trying to get that big promotion and trying to get on what show is he trying to get on blind spot yeah maybe he's upped his game though because these are quality 
They are quality, but again... And they're used many times. Yes. Again, they are things that we could probably just picture in our minds. I think what we had here, I figured it out on this one. We had very limited pictures or video of what was going on. We didn't have enough to fill the time of the story, so they had to fill it with something. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Then just back and forth face interview. Dateland does a pretty good job of like showing yeah. you and then showing the person talking and etc. They didn't have enough filler stuff. They had Usually, to have CGI. They guy. use B-roll really close up of a cop car driving, extreme close up, like just the wheels pulling up, and that's how that. we know. But they, they did, did it. it. Yeah, they didn't have they, they didn't have enough filler. I'm telling you, they yeah. needed more stuff because this was a long story. I just they were think dragging this. They gave up overtime and craft service for the crew guys to do this animation, and I okay. feel like certain people on the set were probably unhappy. We don't get a froyo truck because they're doing this animation thing again. I don't think Dateline gets a froyo truck. Yeah, maybe not. They should. I'm gonna write a letter. Okay, but I feel like I could picture what these police cars look like in the parking lot because yeah. i've i've seen police cars in a parking lot before well i enjoyed it okay C- that's cgi great. guy for the record you did I great i appreciate no one's you. disparaging your actual no. work you did a good job there is or cgi gal excuse me yeah gal why this who could are be we? a lady why did i think it's a guy oh sexist sorry so there's actual footage of matt's car driving up mm-hmm. so there is some footage though so i don't know the police force comes, the whole police force, and they're just letting Matt sit in the car, like having him wait for the bomb squad in the car, which mm-hmm. is the worst waiting, I think, in the world. You know, when you're like starving and you're heating something up in the microwave and those last 30 seconds feel like it takes forever and I'm about to eat a frozen lean cuisine because I'm so hungry. He's like waiting and it probably felt like five hours. I'm sure it did, but also he had to wait in the car. Because they don't want him to blow up. Because it's nine degrees outside. Yeah, that's true. They keep saying that. But then they full on lift up his shirt. and. Well, no, because then you're just pure adrenaline. But he can't sit out. He'll get frostbite if he sits out for two hours. Because that's how long it takes for all of this to kind of everyone to arrive and all the stuff to go down. Because he got it work to work at 8.15. Yeah, that's true. So, I can't even imagine. So meanwhile, mom is tied up at home. But mm-hmm. the police go to the house and they rescue her. However, they do make her lift up her shirt in front of the whole neighborhood to show that there's no bomb on her. And I would almost rather blow up than have my neighbors see my flabby stomach. No, no. They remember they live in a secluded. They're back from the street in a you secluded You don't think cul-de-sac. all those neighbors had climbed up that hill to see what you, was going on? You don't think that there were 15 cop cars blocking them and a policeman saying, step back, step back? They I think there was deadly. people on people's shoulders. <laughs> I think someone is like, John, let me hop on your shoulders. And John was like, I have a bad back. And then she's like, no, we're doing this. Maybe. John and Sheila got on each other's shoulders and took a picture. Yeah. That was rude. Matt's bomb is supposed to go off at 11 a.m. At Mm -hmm. 10 a.m., they text him like, hey, girl, you up? How's it going? And Matt totally plays along, which means that they are not watching from a safe distance, which kind of seems silly to me. I was surprised. That they didn't camp out in a place where they could kind of see what was going on. They would have seen the thousand police cars in the parking lot, but they're not watching. And now it's 1035 and Dennis says tick tock. And Natalie Bannon asked if Dennis was a Kesha fan. 
<laughs> I think this place about to blow uh, uh, is way more apropos. This place about to blow. Yeah. Thank you. Then Matt says he thought about the pizza guy from Death Trap. It is a full-on Dateline crossover event. We see the footage from Death Trap. Oh, and man. he's imagining all the terrible things that happened before you blow up, which is the worst thing I can imagine. That's <laughs> like, awful. It's, it's so terrible. I can't imagine the stress of it. I'm sweating just thinking about it. Oh, yeah. It's really unbelievable. But I don't smell because I'm using my new deodorant from Myro. There you go. Myro's deodorants are made from essential oils, barley powder, and nothing toxic. Because if you already have a bomb strapped to you, you don't also want aluminum and parabens going in your armpits. No, thank you. No, thank you. Myro is fun to order. You get to choose. You know I love choosing things. Yeah. And you pick the scent that you want and the color of your case, and then they send you a new refill Every three months, you can switch out your scents. You can cancel at any time. It's refillable, so it's good for the environment. It reduces plastic waste by like 50% of a normal deodorant. And that's That's big because our planet is filled with garbage. Yeah. You can get 50% off your first order and get started today for just $5 if you visit mymyro.com slash date dateline and use promo code date dateline. That's 50% off your first order and get started today. For five dollars by going to mymyro m y m y r o dot com slash date dateline and entering promo code date dateline. I love mine. It smells so good. It does. I can't believe that something all natural actually works. Do yourself a favor and do the planet a favor and check it out. Absolutely. Now, just like in Death Trap, the Bomb Squad takes forever to get there. And I was really hard on the Bomb Squad in Death Trap, but I feel like I've grown as a person and I am less mad at them because I understand that they are not just waiting there for a bomb to go off at any moment in all parts of the state. I understand that now. Yeah. So we see a little baby bomb robot, like little Wally, goes mm-hmm. over to check things out. And Matt doesn't know it, but there are snipers aimed at him just in case he ran towards them and put them all in danger and was going to blow oh. up near them. It's, Why did they tell us that? They didn't need to us tell us out that. even more. Well, that was a weird thing to tell us. I was like, it doesn't, it's a hard thing to think about. I mean, I get it for the safety of everyone that was there, but at the same time, okay, you don't, you don't need to, that's a little TMI. We, I understand that there are procedures that you have in place for, for everyone's safety, but that's just, awful it's all the whole about. thing is awful and because what also if he did we panic shoot him maybe yeah what if he just panicked what yeah, if he exactly. just freaked out they would just shoot him it's insane yeah we didn't need to know that i See think we did it's part of the story because it's made me even more freaked out okay there we and go. their goal is to freak kimberly out as much as possible yep then they did their job good well now done. it's two minutes to 11 which is totally makes sense because if you've ever seen an action movie, they always have to wait until the last minute for the suspense. (laughs) They never like turn off the bomb and then go, hey, we made it with 37 minutes to spare. I don't think they had any choice. I think those bomb people were there five minutes before and they're like trying to get that robot to work and Wally's like, Wally. It was really bad. And then MacGruber's like trying to solve it, making life-saving inventions out of household materials and then the bomb just goes off. Except. Except TikTok on the clock hits 11 
and the bomb doesn't go off. The hot cop is saying they're so relieved because they didn't want anything to happen to Matt. And I was like, but you didn't really do anything. You just kind of waited out the clock. Well, what's he supposed to do? Go and hang out with him in the car? I mean, I probably would have gone and hang out, hung out with him in the car and been <laughs> I like, know, I'm, you're I'm nice. here with you. I'm your I'm friend. Here. I'm not leaving you. I'm not going to leave you. No, I would have done I'll that. I'll never let go, Jack. Even yeah. if you're going to blow us up both. He needed some personal interaction, but at least he stayed on the phone with him. That was nice. That was fair. I want to know what they talked about. Also, they're probably super trained to absolutely under no circumstances put yourself in danger. Yeah, I know. I know. So, You're yeah. right. So then they decide to abandon the poor bomb robot, which made me really sad. Like it was going to show up in those Sarah McLaughlin animal commercials. It's just like left at the shelter. We don't need you anymore, Wally. I'm sorry. Wally, adopt me. No. Sorry. You're old and no one wants you. So finally they cut the bomb off of Matt, but he's extremely hairy and the tape is ripping out the hair. So poor Matt has this photo of him on his knees with his belly hanging out. And now the bomb squad is telling the entire world how hairy his back is. Well, no, but that's the worst because the bomb is like, now I didn't realize this because the other guy had it, remember, locked around his neck as part of a collar in, um, what's Death Trap? Yeah. But he has it, they said gorilla tape. So that black tape that you use, like if your sink breaks and you need to keep it together so it doesn't spurt water everywhere that's yeah no that's that'll take your skin off and ra- exactly i was like forget hair that's gonna remove the epidermis he's in trouble <laughs> your entire epidermis is gone now i do want to point out matt lives with his mom and i don't know how much dating he does i don't think it's his fault that manscaping is not a big priority for him so i, think I don't it's- think it's a problem at all because you know what he probably does what most people in new england do which is Maybe wax it in the summer or something mm. like that, but, or nair, nair your back. But let it go in the winter. In the to winter, keep warm. You're a little bear. Yeah. yeah. You're a little bear. Yeah. He's bearing it up. It's great. Yeah. Yep. Smart man. Um, also, he, his mom moved in with him because his dad passed away. And I thought that was really sweet that he had his so mom move sweet. in. So sweet. You notice I did not make fun of him. I notice. Thank you. I thought it was very sweet as well. I noticed you got close. I did not. did not. You I said that you back. don't know how much dating he does. I did say that. Which could be interpreted as rude. I feel like he's more focused on his career and his hockey team. And that's fine. I think Good it's for so him. important Dating's to a pain. have. Dating is terrible. And I think having a hobby is the best thing. So the bomb squad tells Matt to kick the bomb away and then run back to the truck. And Matt says he tries to kick it, but the bomb got stuck to his foot like toilet paper on his shoe, and he's running with the bomb. And then Dennis says, I'm sorry I'm laughing, but this is like a piece of toilet paper. And I thought the same thing, and Dennis and I are full-on hashtag soulmates. Yes. Matt thinks he and the bomb squad are all buddies now, but then they put him into handcuffs. And he's like, that was I thought the worst. we were laughing about the toilet paper. I thought we were all friends. And well, they also said that that didn't happen. Yeah, that's true. The and that maybe guy's... he he had that during, like he had sort of under duress, he had concocted a story. And you know what? I buy that. 
Oh, totally. Because I'm sure that I would do something like that where I, something traumatic, you remember something really funny that maybe didn't actually happen that way. Uh-huh. Or it was like a split second and no one else saw it but you and you imagine it was like a five minute ordeal. Right. Of you like, it's like Keystone Cops with shaking your leg trying to yeah. get the bomb off that's stuck yes. to <laughs> your shoe with Gorilla Tape. Yes. But then he says he goes and he, he goes to pat the guy who had been talking to him on the phone on the shoulder and they like grab his hand and put him in cuffs. I'd be like, what? I That's thought we were traumatic. Bros. That's not good. No. I don't like that. He's like, I, I like thought that. we were going to come up with a new high five thing. We're yeah. going to come up with a new cool handshake. They're going to Chili's? No. Yes. We're going to hang out. I'm going to ask you to go watch my hockey team play next week. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're putting you in cuffs. So they figure out the bomb that was around him was totally fake. Wow. And there's no bomb under his mom's bed. Yeah. The cops are interviewing the mom, and she's saying how nice they were. They hugged her. They gave her cookies. Mm-hmm. And she said what she wanted to say to them when they were vacuuming, do you do housekeeping too? Which ah. is totally the same joke I made. So mom and I are also hashtag soulmates. And they're calling her ma'am, which she thinks is really nice, even though when someone calls me ma'am, I want to tie a bomb around their waist. I see. And the police are now questioning Matt. They are suspicious of him. They think he might be in on it or the guys know him or he coerced his mom to be in on it, too. They take his DNA and they make him sit for a polygraph and he fails part of it. But he's just had the most terrifying 12 hours of his entire life My happen God. to him. Yeah. So I don't know. They search his house and he's put on leave by his job. This is so I hate this. This blaming the victim, it drives me insane. Mm -hmm. And it always happens. Like, you have to prove that you were kidnapped somehow. Oh, yeah. Literally, you have to prove to the cops that you were kidnapped. And then you have all these really weird stories. Like, they vacuumed and they let me take it. They wanted me, they said I could take a shower. Like, all of that sounds really unbelievable and goes against the grain of what a normal home invasion is going to be like right, right. and right. so it's weird that they would go to some lengths to disguise their voice with the voice box and all this stuff but then they let you do things like take a shower and right. they let her keep her hands free the mom yeah. can keep because my big question was how did the mom use the restroom and stuff well they let her yeah. they let her do whatever she wanted yeah she had cookies and they they brought her a soda yeah she needed to go to the restroom even though what's his face from tangled never ingested a single thing and went to the bathroom 20 times yeah what's his name from tangled was he's a mess he's a garbage panda lying and should have watched this yeah understand home invasion you're right take some notes so now we go to tennessee which is also gorgeous and we meet an also gorgeous assistant u.s attorney david lewin who is my new boyfriend you know what it strikes me that you've written down the first and last name and gotten it right. When most of the time it's, oh, the sister. Oh, yeah. The the brother, the mm-hmm. nephew, or short pants, or whatever. I have to know their name so that I can match my name with it and see if it goes together nicely. Like Kimberly Lewin. Oh, like if Mr. I'm going to change my name, I might Mr. not. Mr. and Mrs. Kimberly and David Lewin. Exactly. Sounds great. That looks like we're ready to go to a banquet right now. Mr. and Mrs. Kimberly Lewin regretfully decline your your invitation. I don't know where I was going with that. That's all I have to say about that. Now, David... I'm shaking my head. ...gets a call that another guy who works at a credit union is kidnapped by two guys 
Much like Matt saw, one is tall and slim, and one is short and round, like Laurel and Hardy. Correct. One of these, the guys has a tacky sunburst tattoo on his neck. They don't say it's tacky. I'm saying it's tacky. I just feel like a neck tattoo really screams, you're going places. That's not nice. Who has neck you can't tattoos? Make, you can't make a lot more people than you think. You can't make giant sweeping judgments on neck tattoos. That's kind of what I do, though. That's my but you thing. didn't make any judgment about his forearm tattoo. Your hot cop had the big forearm tattoo. I didn't even see tattoo. it. Oh, well, there you go. I know my a forearm tattoo is not a neck tattoo. Some sort of a a neck tattoo is inches from a face tattoo. No, not even. Oh my goodness, it's literally inches. Literally inches, but not like figuratively. It is a world away from getting you know bobo on your forehead. Okay, but a sunburst. Yeah, I don't understand. What's a sunburst? A a sun on fire. Mm, I think it's like a a bursting star with like a tail. The shooting? Like a comet, sort of. Comet. That's a weird tattoo to have on your neck. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. This time they can see the race. So the first time, no race because it's com- they're completely covered. Completely covered head to toe. Completely right. covered. Literally no skin is visible. Right. This time they think it's a black guy and a white guy. It's another credit union executive, this man and his wife, and possibly bag of wiener's son. We don't know. We never get to mm. meet him. But his photo, uh, they're probably very nice people. The, fo- the photo they're showing is, is, not great. is a little teenage dirtbaggy. Yeah. Cuitus. But we don't see any other photos, so we don't know, and no judgments can be made at this time. Correct. So they give the man a note, and it says, you have to rob your own work's fault. And every minute that you're late, your wife is going to lose a finger. And if you don't do it, we're going to chop up your daughter and mail her to you. Because the daughter lives out of state. Yeah. And they have people watching her. Then the craziest part is a female First, it's these two guys, and then one of the guys leaves, and this lady comes into the house. Yeah, she says she's getting milk for the baby. What baby? It's like what? What baby? And okay. I mean, I know it's very hard to nurse when you're right in the middle of a kidnapping, but <laughs> at this point, I wrote a question that I need to an answer to, which is, who is that baby now? Because baby of two kid, did that baby like go grow up to be like orphan black? Is she just like, mm. or did she grow up to be like Sydney in Alias, where she had these parents who were like super criminals? Right. And then she grew up and became Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs. I thought, I thought if I could save just one, but he was so heavy. Was so heavy. Maybe. Or maybe she just put it all behind her and now she's Mary Sunshine and she's raising her kids white picket fence and she has like a cookie or a cupcake shop but then she has a cupcake shop but then one day she'll hear something on the radio and it triggers this thing in her brain like a switch and then she must murder no it's not that she's gonna murder (laughs) it's that she's going to solve murders that's the opposite of what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) that's the opposite of what i was thinking i was thinking more she becomes like a superhero badass cop 
I think that'd be really cool. I think uh, the other detectives would treat her with such respect because she'll be like, she's the baby from the, the case. She's she the w- credit executive baby case. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what her grown-up. I studied you, your case, when you were a baby, and now you're all grown up. And she's like, I just want to be taken seriously for my own merits. And they're like, okay, but she's the baby. Can you even believe we're working with the baby? What did they call themselves? The e- East Coast Robbers? Robbing Ring? What? What is there? They went to a different kind of bank. It's called... What are credit they called? Union. Credit Union. The Credit Union. Cash or Credit Union. Oh. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. But I sort of I, like it. Okay, thanks. So the guy goes to the credit union and he gets the money out. He passes a note to the worker there that says, home invasion, call police. A policeman approaches him outside and mm-hmm. the kidnappers are on the phone and they say, abort, abort. So they don't get that money. So that was, he had the phone phone in his pocket on. on so the, so the, the kidnappers can hear, hear everything. I the see. kidnappers at home take the mom and the son in the car, drive mm-hmm. them away, and then leave them in the car and drive away. And I just don't know why they took them for that ride if they were just going to leave them. Like, why not just leave them at home? Did, were they hoping they'd die if they didn't crack the windows for them? Do you think that obviously they had a plan where they were not going to kill anyone? Yeah. Maybe. They yeah, I think plan? so. I think that's fair. I think that was never their plan. Or maybe that there was an argument and they didn't, you know, somebody did want to kill and somebody didn't. And I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss this when we when we find out what. Yeah. What's happening here. Yeah. They the people that escaped the mom and the brother and the husband, um, mm-hmm. they are Son. able to make whatever. Yeah. They are able to make a sketch of the man and the woman. And the woman's sketch looks like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. A little bit. Again, the cops find no DNA or fingerprints at the house. Wow. The now hairless Matt reads about the invasion in Tennessee and tells the police, it's the same people that kidnapped me. And the police say, no, it's just a coincidence. You're still being investigated by the FBI. Good Lord. Now we go back to Tennessee. The Harris family, they're a young couple with a baby. And the reporter is telling Dennis the whole story, how Mrs. Harris was planning to get a little flirty with her husband that morning. And Dennis is blushing, even though Dennis has been to Master Bob's BDSM dungeon and still has nightmares, as do we. Because there's something so pure about new mom. Right. Who's all cute in her picture that we see with her and her husband and her baby. You know, oh, maybe we'll get flirty today because we've been so busy with the newborn baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Dennis can't handle it. It's no, too he real. can't. It's too, too much yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. So Abigail Harris tells the two men. She sees. She comes out to her garage. She sees two men. She says, "Not today, Satan!" and mm-hmm. closes the door on them and mm-hmm. runs into the house. But they chase her inside the house and upstairs. She locks herself and her husband and the baby in the bedroom. But the intruders are trying to break down the door. It's full on Jack in The Shining. Yep. Absolutely. And then they run into the bathroom and the intruders break in there. And then and it's really the shining. It's full on shining. Here's Johnny. Yeah. Yes. They tell Mr. Tanner Harris that he's going to rob his credit union. <sighs> but this time they put the whole family in the car and they drive together to the credit union like a family road trip. Like, Man, are we there yet? Starring Ice Cube. Yeah. 
So Tanner goes into his credit union. He gets the money. He comes out and he says, well, let my family out of the car and I'll give you the money. Right. And this time we don't have any animation because we actually can see the surveillance footage of it happening. The kidnappers rip the bag out of his hands and drive off, leaving Tanner in the parking lot all by himself like Punky Brewster's mom did to her. Punky. And (laughs) the kid... That's a good impression. The kidnappers leave the wife and baby in the car and leave in a getaway car with all their money. So they've finally gotten money. The third time's the charm. Mm -hmm. But this time, it was two white guys. There's Mm -hmm. no sunburst tattoo, black guy. There's no Uma Thurman. Mm -hmm. Then we get to the next one. There's the lady, Brooke Lyons. We are just like zipping through kidnappings now. Dateline's yeah. like, let's do this. We got more to do. Now, yep. a mom, Brooke Lyons, is trying to get her young child into his car seat. He wants candy for breakfast. No shame in that game. When mm-hmm. two attackers force her into the car, they take her to the bank where she works. Now, she's the only one that's not an executive. She's a teller. And I really wish one of the executives wasn't just a white male. Come on, credit union. Do better. Be best. Agree. Time's up. Me too. Promote women and minorities. The woman goes into the bank and there's a security footage image, like a screenshot of her screaming and holding the bag. And it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. She tells her boss, two guys have my son in the car, put some money in the bag or they're going to kill him. And the boss, who we find out is not a white man, but a woman, says no. Ladies, open the vault. Now, Dennis, who he says... Who of us can be judgmental in this sort of situation? Me. And my cute new boyfriend says, yeah, but they both want to be judgmental, but we can fully be judgmental in that situation. I will raise my hand and say, Kathy, give her the money. It is so Kathy. Open the vault. Take the flyer, Kathy. So Brooke tells her boss, Mm -hmm. essentially, you've just killed us. To the boss. And you can see the shots from the security footage. It's It kind of like gives you chills. It's really intense. It's awful. Brooke runs out to the car and drapes herself over her son and tells the men to drive away because the police are being called. Oh my god. They all drive off and the men get picked up in a getaway car, which I do have questions about. Who's driving this getaway car? Oh. Right? So, mm. Yeah. But so they don't get any money this time. Three out of the four times they have gotten no money, which is kind of a piss poor average, I think. And, and they didn't get that much the first time, right? They got 125000 What'd they get? Oh, I thought it was more than that. Is that... I mean, that's a lot. But for doing this four times, yeah, that's not that great. It's not so that great. a month earlier in North Carolina, Adam Russo is driving in his fiance's car to a job interview. This is my favorite. So, Oh, yeah. Adam is driving, and they keep focusing on the car, like what kind of car it was that his fiance drives. Ford Focus. It's not really important to the story, but Dennis seems to be really into it. De- he was. He's like, oh, so a little, little zippy car. Like, yeah. yeah Adam, uh, is he just right. trying to paint the picture, or am I missing yes. something of how it's important to the story? This is Dennis's poetry. Let him live. Okay, yes. he's a car guy. Yep. So... Adam sees these police cars chasing a black SUV. And then the SUV swerves and sideswipes him and his girlfriend's little red Focus. Ford Focus. 
Then he sees the SUV drive off and then sideswipe another car. And they both crash. Two guys get out of the SUV with big bags and they start running into the woods. And you get to see all of this on the dash cam. cam, So it's like a, it's intense. It's good. It's good footage. It's really Then the cops start chasing the guys on foot. But this is one of my favorite parts of the episode. One of the guys, so they they hit this other car, and this guy gets out of the passenger side of the car that was hit. He's a middle-aged man, and he runs across the freeway to safety, carrying his shoes. He's booking it in just his socks across the freeway. But he's in the passenger side. He doesn't wait for his wife to get out of the driver's side to come across the freeway with her. He just runs carrying his shoes. And I feel like he's still cranky because earlier that morning she hurried him into the car and he's like, Dolores, I don't have my shoes on yet. She's like, we're late for your colonoscopy. You can put them on in the car. And then they get into an accident and he still doesn't have his shoes on. So he's carrying them. So wait, the wife was, there was a woman in the driver's seat? Yes, you see her and then they're all on the side of the road. So she makes it to safety, but he does not wait for her or help her. When you say going across the freeway, do you mean going towards the center divider? No, it's to opposite side, towards the side. Oh, well, that's just weird. Did she get off the passenger side or the driver's side? He gets out passenger side, runs across the lanes to go to the wooded side area with his shoes in his socks. And then they cut and they see her running across. And then they're all on the side of the road. No, they're getting a divorce. I think so, too. That's the end of that. Yeah, that's what I was. Dateline. You've been called out. (laughs) Dolores Dolores, and Tom don't make it. Dolores, you can do better. I mean, I know he was running late, but like. Oh, no, that's nonsense. You don't leave. No, you don't leave. But he's carrying his shoes and he's wearing these high white little socks, you know, like a man wears. It's hilarious. No. So Dennis had made it seem like Adam with the Fiat, Ford Focus, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. had solved this whole case. He really did. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. But it, it was this kind of build up before commercial break. Like, this guy is going to crack the case. And then they show Adam and you're like, this guy isn't doing. He's not cracking the case. <laughs> this guy, this guy was maybe on his works way. at a comic book store. No, he he's on not... his way to an interview at Best Buy. They tell us that he's it... on his way for a job interview at Best Buy. And I'm was like, it Best Buy? Okay. I thought Pretty he was sure an was assistant restaurant manager. I thought it was Best Buy. I thought it was Chili's. They Either say he's one. an assistant restaurant manager, but maybe he's branching out to electronics. Whatever Maybe. he does, he wears a name tag, and there's no shame in that. But he is not Shaun of the Dead, where he's the guy with the name tag that actually, like, does no. the whole thing and this saves is... the day. Yeah. All he does is coincidence, basically. And the reason, and Adam is very excited to be interviewed. It's very joyous to watch Adam because he's like, this is what happened to me. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. But Adam is also not the man running across with the shoes or even the car that spun. No. Adam is the first car hit. Who's sideswiped and then he just pulls over. There are three cars sideswiped in this hot pursuit. Adam is number one. And then just watches the rest of it. So then what really happens? Yeah. What really happens is the connection that solves the case. Correct. Is Adam tells his fiance, the one who owns the Ford Focus, what happened. As you would. That's the thing, Adam. Anyone would tell their fiance I was sideswiped in a police chase. Mm-hmm. So that's he's just doing the bare minimum, telling his fiance what happened that day. 
The fiance calls her dad and tells her dad what happened. Now, her dad, Brian O'Hare. Special Agent O'Hare, we will call him. Sure. He is an FBI agent. Yes. I don't think we quote Point Break enough. I am an FBI agent. I know, man. Isn't it wild? Uh, he, <laughs> now, Brian O'Hare, a very stern man. Oh, yeah. He immediately thinks when his daughter tells him this, not, oh my gosh, my future son-in-law was just almost killed in a high-speed chase. My daughter loves him so much, she will be devastated, this is terrible. No, no. He thinks my loser future son-in-law was on his way to a job interview so he can support my daughter who he's not good enough for, and he got into a high-speed chase and totally blew his shot at the job. And he messed it up. He messed it up. I'm going to offer him 40 grand to break up with her and walk away. He hates Adam. He basically says this on Dateline. He literally says. Honestly, the first thing I thought was you were on your way to a job interview and you messed it up. My future son-in-law. Everyone. He's now not have a job to support my daughter. Yeah. So. He's he's not having it. Um, Also, let's be real. Ford Focus was purchased by Agent O'Hare mm. for his daughter. So he is none too happy. He's also that's thinking wh- he ruined my daughter's car that I bought for her. That I just got her for graduating from West Virginia Tech. Yes, you're and so right. she has a future. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, he's... I think that she called Dad because the car got messed up. Mm. So, Dad, we had a problem. How do I claim this on insurance? What do I do? Dad's going to help. So... He's like, I mean, let me guess, Adam was involved somehow. Yeah. And she's like, I Adam, love I hope, him. I hope you guys are doing well. I think they probably are. Adam seems like a nice enough guy. But look, you're dating the daughter of an FBI agent. I don't care how nice you are, unless you are also an agent. He's not going to think you're good enough for her. Or a CEO of a credit union. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to be good enough no. for Denise. Sorry. Now, Brian... The FBI agent thinks that the way that black SUV swiped those cars seems like a tactical maneuver. That was that, smart. Yeah, that may, it's like something police would do. I liked that, that he knew that. Yeah, but he doesn't think too much more about it because he's busy bribing Adam to not marry his daughter. So a month goes by and then he gets assigned to the Brooke Lyons bank teller case. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's related to the case. Partially because of the black bags the guys were carrying, mm-hmm. which was funny to me because I feel like the black bag is sort of the norm for criminal activity. Yeah. Yeah, but it seemed like most guys that are doing things like that are carrying a black bag. Of well, some what sort. else is going to be in the black bag besides money? It's not going to be a body. They're not running across the, the place with a head in the bag or guns. No. You don't know. They're, they're running. No, if they had guns, they would have come out with them pulled. That's true. But they're, I think it's a good connection. They're not using duffels. They're not, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that they could use to mask money that would not be instantly recognizable like a black bag. What was the bag they used in the ransom episode? Quinn, Quinn, that they left at the side of the Chick-fil-A. That was a black bag. I thought it was a duffel. I think it was a duffel, black duffel bag. But that wasn't a black trash bag. These were black trash bags that they're using. Oh, they were? Weren't they? When they, they're running across the road, it looks like they're like holding black bags like they're trash bags. That makes much more sense to me that he would make the connection then. So 
Brian and the other investigators start going back through the chase since they Mm -hmm. think the chase was involved. It started out as a routine traffic stop. Mm -hmm. They go through the black SUV and there's a GPS that has a credit union in Knoxville marked. And it also has a secluded luxury home. This is their downfall is the GPS. They always say don't GPS exactly where you're going. Like, I have my home set on my GPS, but I have it, like, several blocks away. I do, too, but not on purpose. (laughs) I do it on purpose. So if someone takes my car, they won't know exactly where I live. They'll just be in the radius. And then it still leads me to my area. But if someone takes your car, they're going to what? Then come back and be like, oh, she's got a lot of Q-tips at her house. I can tell because they're scattered all over this car. Go back to her house. (laughs) She get pay dirt on the Q-tips. Yep. Like, what is that? Also, so many cords that go to nothing are in my car. So they're like, there oh, must be so electronics, electronics at her house there because she okay. has all these plugs that what do they go to? So F the Q-tips. We're going And forward. there's wrappers of Atkins bars everywhere. She must have a horde of Atkins bars and those are pricey. So we are going to go get those. We want the DVD player from 2011 and we want all of her Taylor Swift CDs because the empty cases are in the car. We want the actual CDs. We need CDs. Yes. That's big money. So the FBI contact the lady who rents out this luxury home in the woods. Who's fantastic. Two men had contacted her several months ago to go rent a secluded home with a garage so they could finish writing their book. Again, it's The Shining. She goes, shows them around. They pick this gorgeous house in the woods called Southern Comfort. And Uh it's a month-to-month rental and they pay by cash. She said they were so polite. They brought her a potted plant to thank her, which I thought was a classy move. Uh Mm-hmm. The FBI stakes out the house. They're watching them for weeks. Then finally, one day, they see them driving off and they give chase. We have another high-speed chase. So they drive off because they see the cars keep switching at the house. That's true. Right? And so they see stolen Maryland plates. That's how they're able to chase them because they're waiting for them to mess up. Right. Right. Yes. Now, I have an interjection real quick. I'm mad at this woman. I'm not mad. She seems very nice. But I'm frustrated with her because if two writers were renting a space from me, I would instantly look them up to see what else they had done. Mm. This would have been a quick Google search of the name Rob Bradford, which is what the police did, which was to Google to see, right, to see if he was a writer and then nothing comes up. What if he's just getting started and he has switched careers from working at a Dairy Queen, and now he's like, I'm finally going to pursue my passion. So you think they had, but do you think that the guy had a backup story ready for that? Like if they said Rob Bradford, he was going to be like, no, no, I haven't. This is my first book. I've been saving up to like take this time off to write this book with my partner. What's weird about that, though, you're right, is he says he has an assistant. So one of the guys is pretending to be the assistant of the writer. Mm -hmm. So he must have written other things if he already has an assistant. So she didn't Google him. Yeah, I don't think she did. I mean, I feel like she's the kind of renter who's like, I stay out of the people's business. They love me. I only come if there's a problem. Does she? Because she doesn't seem like that to me. Yeah, you're right. She does notice what kind of cars they're driving and stuff. Yeah. But she, if, if she had done a cursory search around the house perimeter and looked in any of the windows, she would have seen... All of the crap that's in there, the guns and that's the... true. So she obviously yeah. did not spy on them at all. True. So good, good on you for being respectful of people's space. 
do a Google search of your tenants. There you go. Now, the car that they're chasing pulls over. And this was part I was a little confused about. Did it seem to you like the guy in the passenger seat jumps out of the car or is kind of pushed out of the car? Undetermined. Okay. So one guy gets out of the car holding a bag, but then the car drives off. The man that got out of the car says, I'm not involved in whatever this is. I'm just a hitchhiker. The cops are still chasing the SUV. This is my all-time favorite part of the episode. Oh, yeah. The SUV sideswipes a red truck, but this red truck does not like that. (laughs) This red truck is clearly Hank Hill, and he thinks you're being asinine. He starts chasing the SUV, trying to beat the cops who are also chasing the SUV. Uh He's like, hey, guys, can I join the chase, too? Like, I want to be part of this. I'll get him. Cops hold back. I'll get him. I got this. I got this. The SUV drives into a ditch and the guy gets out and tries to run. But Hank Hill thinks the driver is a total giblet head and runs him over with his red truck and pins him under the truck. That was unbelievable. What? Road rage. Road rage is real. And I am wondering what the cops are doing. If the cops are on their like speaker going, sir, stop (laughs) your pursuit. Sir, back away. This is our pursuit, not yours. This is a police matter, sir. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you Drive over him again so he can get out from under your car. Did the road rage guy get arrested? That's what I want to know. He had to have gotten arrested. He had, there's no way. You can't just join a police pursuit and try to help them out. They don't like that. Do you think they tried to interview him? I need to ask Dennis. Did yeah, they try to I get wanna... him on tape? Because I would have liked to see him. It's well, like when I'm my, assuming it's a man. my dad had to go to the hospital and the ambulance was driving on the wrong side of the road and mm-hmm. my mom was following them in the ambulance and she went on the wrong side of the road no. to follow them and they went on the speaker and they were like, ma'am, ma'am, you can't do that. We can do that, but you can't do that. Drive on the right side of the road. And she just thought, well, I was following them, so I thought I could do what they can do. Like, I'm part of this. What? No. Nope. Joni. No, Joni. You can't do that. No. Nope. You'll get arrested. So the driver is all beat up. They arrest him. His oh, yeah. name is Brian Witham. He has a really long rap sheet. Yeah. Now, I I really want to know what happened to that red truck guy. He must have been arrested, too. I I want to know more about him. He must yeah. have road rage in his history or is going through a messy divorce or something. Oh, it's yeah. like in ha- the Hank Hill one where he's like, I'm not going to be a victim anymore because Hank accidentally steals his wallet and he like goes nuts and he he like does weights and tries to bulk Hank, up. Hank steals his wallet? Who's by the- accident. And then the guy gets like starts working out and he's like, I'm not going to be a victim anymore. And then oh, he no. like goes after Hank. I feel like the red truck guy was going through something that day. And he's like, any other day I'd be a pushover. Today I joined the police fight. Um, So the passenger and the hitchhiker, not really a hitchhiker, was Michael Bonatti. And the hitchhiker. Is there a passenger in the car? No, because the, the passenger, passenger is the hitchhiker. Right. So He's... the driver is the one that's got all the bruises from being run over. Correct. And stuff. Okay. Okay. Michael Bonatti is the passenger who got out. He mm-hmm. still says he's not involved. He says he's the CEO of an effing company. 
which means you can never be involved in crime, obviously. Oh, come on. So he look he 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 works for this company called Prisoner Assist, which mm-hmm. seems to be like a blue collar version of what that guy in Suspicion did. Mm-hmm. It's like managing the finances of people that are going into jail. But Michael also has a really long rap sheet. He tried to kill a police officer. He robbed a bank. He was stealing from the inmates who he was managing their money. Uh Maybe don't steal from violent criminals. He was doing robberies with Brian to make back the money that he owed, which is interesting because the guys at the beginning told Matt, we owe some money to some bad dudes, so we need to make this up. It was kind of true. Mm-hmm. So Brian and Michael had met in prison. They failed to escape together, which makes me laugh. I'd, they tried. They couldn't do I would it. like to see that. I yeah. would like to see. That would be hilarious. What went wrong? Yeah. Everything. Were they Everything tunneling like Shawshank? They just couldn't do it? What happened? Did they say that there was there like a qualifier to that? Wasn't it that they were trying to they were trying to escape after they got out on bail? No. They didn't say that. It that wasn't like make a sense. Okay, never mind. I thought it was like I thought they had said something like it was at a hearing or something. They had a plan for Oh. Uh, but I could be totally I thought it was just in, in prison. You're probably right. Okay. Um, so Michael is a cocky jerk. He's bragging about how smart he is and what badass prisons he's been in, which is not the way you impress cops. Save that for when you're trying to get accepted into a gang. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he's doing. What is he doing? We should also explain who, what the two guys look like. Michael is, um, heavier set and... Brian is taller and thinner. Is the taller and thinner, right? Yes. They're so both Witham, white. Witham and Bernati, which also sounds like an uh, investment bank. Investment bank, you're right. Or or a real estate agency. Yeah. Like it would be on a bench. Uh when or like a really fancy department store. Oh. I'm going to Witham's. <laughs> yes. It does a little bit. Yeah. Could be. When Michael was thrown out of the car, he has this piece of paper in his hand. And it is a list of credit union executives. These are the future victims. Wow. The FBI go through their rental property and they find all this crazy stuff. And then the scariest moment of my entire life, Dennis says, we're going to find out after the break who the lady who needed milk for her baby was. And I am about to get up and go get my night cheese because I wanted to work on my night cheese. Working on my night cheese. Mm-hmm. Out of the corner of my eye, so fast, Dennis holds up a head, this Uma Thurman dummy head, yep. pops up out of nowhere, and Dennis says, who's this? And I screamed so loud in my apartment, I jumped off the couch, it was like Michael Myers full on appeared on my screen, I'm surprised my neighbor, who doesn't like me, did not come and check on me, because I, ju- I screamed, I screamed, oh my god! And my heart was racing and I almost started crying. It was so traumatizing for me. I w- it was the scariest <laughs> experience that I've ever had when watching Dateline. I can take all these murders and stuff, but a dummy head that comes up out of the screen out of nowhere with Dennis saying, who's this? I, out of the corner of my eye, it looked like a woman just popped up and was going to eat my face off. I was, I can't express how fast my heart was going after this. Um, I still did have the cheese, though, because when you I, want cheese, you've got to have the cheese. 
I don't want to burst your bubble. But Dennis did not say, who this? He did not not do it like that. He He goes, and who is this? And he holds up the head. It was a much slower moment. But you have to admit that when they're doing those before commercial moments, they have a lot of quick shots and the music gets more intense. Okay. And I can also imagine just wanting cheese and being on my way to the kitchen. And, and out of the corner of your eye. the corner of the eye, seeing a dummy head. And an being Uma like, Thurman is that head. A de- is that a decapitated head? What's happening? What is Correct. that? Yes. I, I hear that. Beyond and I, terrified. And in my mind, I reframed it like he said, who's this? And I can't even look at him anymore. I was so scared. I can't even explain it. I literally almost started crying and then laughing at the same time. You would not make it a day <laughs> in my house with the amount of mannequins that I have. Not no. a day. Sorry, we should also let people know they're not actual mannequins. They're sewing forms, but I have about six of them. It's and really spread creepy. out through the house. It's also so Oliver can... I don't know, MMA fight them. I don't know. What else would you use them? No, because they don't they don't do anything. They don't have like only had the one with arms. And that that was creepy. I didn't like I never put the arms on her because I'm like, yeah, "Eh, no, No, I don't like it. The arms make it too real. (laughs) So I'm finally trying to calm down after this commercial break. And the FBI are searching the rental house in the woods. They find guns, tech equipment, fake IDs. Now, police are being told every single part of the plan by Brian. He literally tells them everything, like what they had for breakfast that day, and that Michael's a crappy roommate because he leaves his dishes in the sink. He tells them every. They don't have to guess about anything. He literally will explain, I don't know, he just knows his time is up, I guess, because, or he makes the deal. I think he just makes a good deal. He makes the deal. He's the one that ends Uh up making the deal. But like, yeah, Bernardi's the blowhard that's like, I've been in every prison Mm -hmm. from here to, you know, California, and then with them is kind of... Witham is playing it smart. Yes. Witham is the one that's a little bit scarier to me than the blowhard because it's... But, well, and also one of he them... looks scarier. He's the tall and thin one, but very like straight face, just like kind of creepy. Looks like he could be a serial killer. And he's the one that also shaved his whole body, right? Actually, I thought it was the other guy. I could be wrong. I think it's Witham because Witham has no hair on his head. That's bald, true. Right? You know, that's true. So that that to me is really creepy because it's like it's overdoing it. If mm-hmm. you're wearing gloves and full body clothing. Mm-hmm. But then also, um, which one is the one they the the cops make a comment that one of them would kill you and not think twice about it. That was Brian, I think. That was Bernardi. Okay. Yeah. No, that's Bernardi is Michael. Oh, sorry. OK, that was with them. Yeah. I so, think so he's the creepier one to yeah. me. Yeah. No, me too. Ooh. For sure. And also that house is unbelievable. I've that's how you know that realtor, that renter was never looking in there because they just leave everything out, it seems like. Like oh, yeah. here's our gun corner, here's our tech stuff. It's really funny. So here's what they do. First they pick a bank, and then they go on the bank's website and they find out the employees' names, and usually there's a picture of the employee names. Wow. They pick the employees that have the biggest web presence so that they can follow what they're doing on social media. So they wow. pick the ones that are on LinkedIn, and they pick the ones that are on Facebook, especially the ones that are saying what they're doing from day to day, and a lot of stuff about their families, which is why I ignore every LinkedIn request I've ever gotten and have never been on Facebook. 
because mm-hmm. I'm terrified. They are supposed to do the Harrises first, the ones with the baby. But then right. they find out the mom just gave birth. So they wait a few months. Then they go and they do the one with the mom with the fingers. And they find out the daughter is away at college. So then they just lie and say, we have people watching your daughter away at college and but we'll mail her. But they have specific her. information about exactly. where she is, what because college she is. Because then they go, well, how, how do you know where our daughter is? And it's like, because right. you put that on Facebook. You put a picture of her when you moved her in, you know? But in the moment, you it's totally believable. Because right, how would they have? How could watching. they possibly have exactly. this information? Right. Yes, no. exactly. It's very smart. So yeah, it is. That, but then they go further than just the online stalking. They actually mm-hmm. watch them at their homes, hiding in their yards. One of them would sit in a tree and watch them all night. With no them. thank you with them. I only want murderous owls in my trees. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Then they compile a victim dossier, which has everything, like lists of grandkids, their likes, their dislikes, everything. They have over 12 of these dossiers in briefcases, including their future victims that were on that list that Michael had. What they, they call never... it, a victim packet? Yeah, like a victim yeah. packet. Uh, they never leave fingerprints. And with them, we think, is the one who shaved his body hair. So yeah. he wouldn't leave DNA. And also because it makes it more aerodynamic when he's swimming the 50-meter backstroke. The (laughs) guy doing the surveillance, who we think is with him again, we're not sure, Mm -hmm. pees into a jug. Not just so he can pee when he's on stakeout, but so he won't leave his pee DNA at the scene of the crime. That's with him. Yeah, it's really creepy. It's really, yeah. They had worn all these different masks so they can throw off the police. And so the victims will think, there's a black man. There's a guy with a sunburst tattoo on his neck. There's a woman who needs to nurse her baby. They are all of these people with these masks so that the victims will give all these different reports to the cops. The cops will have no idea who they're looking for. Yeah, the woman thing was the most genius. Yeah. Because then they're looking for a straight... other gender gender. yeah right but i really am jealous of the masked woman that's not a woman because you know what thurman she never gets her period that's true so you want to be a dummy i would like to be a dummy because honestly getting your period is a pain literally and figuratively both but something that makes it easier is lola so Lola is a female-founded company that offers a line of organic tampons, pads, and liners, and wipes. It's a company founded by women for women. Unlike the credit union industry. Apparently. <laughs> that make all-natural products that don't use harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, or dyes. I love that. They are a subscription service. So much like my makeup subscription boxes, you can choose your mix of products, your absorbency, your number of boxes, and the frequency of delivery for those boxes. Super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time, and it's completely customizable. And then the best thing about Lola is that you actually do good with your purchase of a subscription box because for every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. I love that. Which is amazing. They do that because it's really, really important for companies to recognize that, that women are women no matter where you are in your life. We should not be taxed on our feminine health products. It should should be a given like Mm -hmm. toilet paper. Absolutely. 
I've really liked getting my Lola subscription box. Kimberly, have you enjoyed getting your box? Do you find it makes it easier? Yeah, absolutely. I almost want to say I look forward to getting my period now. (laughs) I wish. But it makes it a lot easier. It does. For sure. To just have the box delivered and you know you're going to have everything you need and there's no last minute runs to Rite Aid, which is the best thing. In your holy pajamas and you look like a trash panda. So there's no Trash Panda Rite Aid trips in your future if you order a subscription box from Lola. So right now, for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter date dateline when you subscribe. So that's 40% off all subscriptions, mylola.com, enter date dateline at checkout when you subscribe. Her name is Lola. She got her period. But she's not a Trash Panda because it comes right to her door. (laughs) music and periods are always in fashion at the get your box today so they are pretending to be all these different people they admit this is the big thing that they kidnap matt and his mom because we haven't forgotten about poor hairless matt He is still under investigation for being kidnapped. He is facing a grand jury, which is BS. And then finally... It got that far. It got that far. And then finally they're able to clear him. But they don't give him an apology. He thought he was going to go to jail. They do give him an apology. They did not really. They were like, we know you didn't do it. But I think they should have given him like a coupon booklet from the city. Yes. Give him money. A check for like $1,200. Like, I'm sorry. $1,200. Just, you know, an arbitrary number. Just yes. here you go. Get him something. He should be but given him gift like, baskets. Yeah. yeah. He should get, and if it, if there were ever a time for an edible arrangement. Yes. This is it, guys. And not the cheapo ones with just the fruit. No, we want the, the one with the chocolate covered And fruit. the chocolate. Yes. Yeah. Stop it. Now, Michael is convicted and gets four consecutive life sentences. But more importantly, what is going on in his mugshot? Did you see his neck? This is Bernardi? Yes. Yeah. It looks like his neck was cut off and then glued back on. He looks like nearly headless Nick. I think he was clearly like shivved in one of the prisons he was bragging about being in. And I thought he was so popular in those prisons. He's prison Mike. He's like, the the worst (laughs) thing about prison is the Dementors eating all the gruel. The gruel. Hey, 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 that's just the way we talk in the clink. Been a lot of fun talk about prison today, but I am here to scare you straight. I am here to scare you straight! Tanks. Tanks. Now, Michael is getting all this time. Three (laughs) life sentences. Brian struck a deal. Because he told them everything. He only gets 30 years, which is ridiculous. I mean, poor Matt's body hair is barely going to grow back in that time. And Brian's going to be out on the street. I feel so bad. I mean, it's not enough. Because he's not not that old, is he? How old does he look to be? 40? It's not great. But he must he gave up everything. He gave everything. He flipped. But the thing is, he's only flipping on himself and one other guy. It's not like they get this deal and he... It is taking down a whole crime family. But I think he's solving all of these cases for all of these different cities. That's right? true. No, so you're right. I am honestly surprised he got 30 years. You think it'd be less? 
I would think it would be less, but that tells you. But I mean, obviously, because Bernardi got how many? He got four. Four life sentences. life sentences. Yeah. Good for Don't him. I'm think... sure he's going to do well in prison, right? With the gruel. <laughs> He'll be fine. <laughs> Don't you think that they should both get extra time for giving black men with neck tattoos and Uma Thurman a bad name? I'm going to say so. I'm going to say this. They were nothing if not good at their job. They were the smartest criminals I have seen on Dateline to date. Do you think so? Because they really did not get any money three out of the four times. But I think that there were a lot of crimes that were also I, I remember these are the ones that we're hearing about. They said right. they had a string going back. They did years. do some bank robberies before that too. Yeah, you're so right. So these are the ones that the police got the attention drawn to because they failed, right? Right. So yeah. the ones that succeeded, it's just a case that uh, it's an open robbery. Right. You know? Yeah, you're right. Or they got away with money. Uh, no, I guess the police would be involved at some point every time. So yeah, but uh, maybe uh, there are other victims who the police just didn't believe. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, hope nobody else is. No. Well, there were that couple that was in, that was kidnapped and the police never believed them and publicly said they thought they were in on it. And then like a year later, it happened to mm-hmm. someone else. And they finally said, oh, sorry, my bad. They were kidnapped or home invaded? Kid, uh, kidnapped, I think. They were driven like an hour away and then dropped off. Or at least she was. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's really weird. The home invasion stuff scares the crap out of me, too. I've got to say. That's terrifying. Do you have an action plan in your house? I I think about it sometimes. I have something by my my, my bed. That That's good. No, I, but I, I mean... Like I, I could use. But I think about that because I thought about... I don't remember the name of the family. The woman with the five-month-old baby and the husband. When she, like, slams the, the door to the garage yeah. and runs up. I'm like, yeah, you run. Although it didn't work because they had a freaking crowbar with them and they were Jack from The Shining. And you do panic room. And then I'm like, well, did the husband grab a weapon? I mean, what in the world would you do? Yeah. And I try to think what Oliver would do. Like, would Oliver try to fight them? Would we have to be like, no, don't fight them. Don't fight, you know. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It's terrifying. And it really makes you think, as my boyfriend is saying at the end of the episode, don't put the details of your life out there. Mm-hmm. Don't put, I'm going to go for a jog in this neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited, and no one will be at my house, you know? Right. No, absolutely. But people are still going to, because everyone is addicted to those likes. So I don't think it's really going to stop anyone. But, I mean, it does make you think twice about how much you're releasing, because there are people that I know that just post constantly and updates mm-hmm. of where they are, what they're doing. There's Foursquare mm-hmm. where you log in where you are. Oh, I, I hate mean, that. That's terrible. There's so many things like that now. And so, I don't know. But I thought of the criminals, what did you think? Did you think they were pretty smart? Yeah, to do, I do. To they had done off? their research. They They were pretty smart. And they changed their plan each time slightly, they like did. bringing the family with them or bringing one they of did. them with them and like... Yeah. That was interesting. I still don't get why they made him shower. Was that so either. the tape would stick better to his skin? So did he smell really bad? Because he had just gotten home from hockey. I guess that's true. Did he? Well, maybe they were. They smelled so bad they were offended. Well, maybe they were like they could see that he was really sweaty. He had just been playing hockey for two hours with the trash pandas and was like, do you need to take a sh- Do you normally shower when you come right. home? Do you need to take a shower? That is really But it nice, is weird though. that they let them. That's a weird thing. It's really weird. That must be part of the psychological aspect of it, is that we're doing something really horrible, but we're going to be really nice. They must yes. have read something that, like, this is a way to sort of induce like Stockholm, Stockholm Syndrome quickly. Syndrome, yeah. Uh-huh. 
is Very to be smart. really kind. We are totally invading your space and have guns and are terrifying beyond belief. But here's belief. some cookies. But here's some cookies. So it gets them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's is weird. Diabolical. Want... Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, B-roll bonanza. Yeah. Matt got a Folgers moment. Adam sure and his girlfriend sit on the porch and drink iced tea, which I thought was a nice change. Yeah. The reporter that's talking about the Harrises goes and stands by this bridge over the freeway. In Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was in Knoxville. Was she going to jump? What was happening? I liked the bridge. I, I, I thought it was a good change. I, well, I thought was, it was befitting for the freeway. That's true. But that one didn't have a chase in it. No. I don't, I don't really know what that was about. Why was Dennis interviewing in a warehouse? Where the heck were they? Well, Did you see that? Matt had a fireplace behind him. So that wasn't in the warehouse. No, but then at the end, all of Dennis's interviews with the police officers all look like they're in some abandoned warehouse. Hmm. Upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah, because there's a railing. They're off the oh, ground. Oh, interesting. They're off ground level. I don't know. Dennis was off the rails on this one. So Also, that must have been hard for the sound guy. That's a that's a big echo in that room. Yeah, that's true. Oh. And they their snack budget was taken away from the animation. So Yeah, that's true. Difficult. Oh, Dennis brings snacks. You I, know Dennis brings snacks. I think Dennis brings hard candy in like one of those bags of Lay's with the like Absolutely candy snacks. Not. Dennis with the multiple brings, like a no. Cheetos, a Lay's, a Sun Chips. I don't agree. I think Dennis is a full veggie tray with the mm. thing that you buy, you know, the big things at Ralph's. Yeah, with, this, with the, the ranch in the middle. With the ranch in the middle and then maybe a b- big bowl of the mixed fruit. And then all oh. of the melon is left over. Nobody wants <laughs> No the one melon. wants the melon. No one wants the melon. Even if it's in an edible arrangement. No, no one ever wants There's the melon. There's too much melon. Your melon to berry ratio is way off, guys. Way off. It's I get it's cheaper. I get we get it. We get it. But we know we see what you're doing and we feel yeah. personally attacked. <laughs> Did you have a MVP loser? Oh, this one was hard. I didn't really have a loser. I didn't really have a loser. Besides the criminals. I liked Valerie a lot. Who? Valerie a lot. I love Valerie's the mom. Yeah, the mom. Yeah, who was watching the Oscars. Yeah. No, I like her. I liked Matt. I I felt bad for Matt. I really feel bad for Matt. Crap situation that he's in. I did like that. You know what? I really liked whoever it was. The head of that investigation, whoever that was in Matt's town in Connecticut, that apologized on camera to Matt and said he's a good guy. And the the way that he apologized seemed very genuine. I appreciated it that he did it on national television. I do too. I wish there could have been some monetary compensation. We don't know if there wasn't. Yeah, we don't know. That's true. Write him a check. Please write him a check. $650. Something. Something so random. And 49 cents. Yeah. This is Uh, what we have in our budget. We're not going to have our spring fling party. (laughs) We're going to give you this money instead. We're not going to hire the clown that was going to do the entertain the kids at the family picnic. No. But you will get it's that okay. Money. Yeah. Brands unhappy being on Dateline and now associated with murder. Oh, boy. Credit unions. Credit unions. I kind of yes. don't even know what they are, but I don't want to go to one now. So credit union, I know, are better than banks. It's better. It's Why? Credit union is supposed to be better for for to put your money in. You get like a higher whatever. Interest yield, rate? Something maybe. At a credit union, it's 
That's I know. I mean, an interest rate like you're accruing interest, not like you're paying interest. No, I understand. Yeah. If we have, but if we have any bankers out there that can tell us what the difference between a credit union and like Chase or Bank of America is, I know that they're, they're supposed to be better. They're smaller. Hmm. Okay. But um, it doesn't seem like they'd have as much money, but it also seems exactly. like they'd have different security systems. There you go. So, yeah. yeah it didn't seem like there were security guards mm-hmm. at these places. I'm sure there were, but they didn't yeah. show them. Um, Uma Thurman, maybe? Pandas? Trash pandas. And no. pandas are wonderful creatures. I think the trash pandas are going to blow up after this. I think so, too. They look yeah. like pretty legit, and I bet they're going to get a lot more people coming to see their amateur hockey games. Yeah. Before people there were, dr- like, four people in the stands, just family, and yeah. now there's going to be, like, strangers that are coming to watch. Ford Focus. <sighs> You know what? I disagree because it did not blow up immediately when it was sideswiped by an SUV. It didn't. You're right. Um, Debbie just... fiancés. <laughs> Poor Adam. Adam. Adam I'm sorry. has such a complicated relationship with his future father-in-law. He does. This episode is going to make Thanksgiving super awkward. It's going to be weird. But you know what? Adam seems like a very happy person in and of himself. He does. So I'm hoping that he won't overthink this and just be like, "I was on Dateline. Watch me, bro." <laughs> yes, you're That's so right. What... Yeah, so and he's Adam's just happy. Be fine. And then yeah. his friends go, "Um, did you see what your father-in-law said and he's like oh he's just teasing he's funny he's always like that's how we joke and it's like no legitimately legitimately he's trying to pay you off he wants to set her up with his navy buddy's son yes yeah one thousand percent but it's all right he'll be okay i feel like he's gonna be okay he does he have a he has a shining sunny personality now did you have any fashion please because i don't think i really did no i had no none fashion none fashion um Better titles. Mine are the worst titles you've ever heard. They're just not good. I kind of just don't even want to do them. Well, this would be the one to do your bomb one in because nobody died. So what was your bomb one from De- Death Trap that I had to cut? I don't You remember. dropped a bomb on me? They dropped a bomb on me? It was something. Oh, this is this was a bomb. It was a, a bomb or an explosion. Bomb. I did have four kidnappings and no funeral. There you go. That's good. A hairless situation because both Matt and the other guy shaved himself completely head to toe. That's good. Linked in and locked up. Ooh, there you go. Eh? Yeah. That's all. There, I really was not impressed with myself. Clinked in. Okay. In the clink. I gotcha. It's in the clink with the <laughs> Dementors. Oh, and you, you, my friend, would be the belle of the ball. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. You're going to love the birthday card I got you for this year. It's really good. (laughs) Okay. Um, All mine are just very serious. I don't know why I didn't do puns on this one. I wasn't feeling it. Oh, I guess I did a little bit. I did um, face stalking. I don't know why. I did writer's retreat, which I thought would have been good because it would have thrown people off. It really would have thrown people off. Or just Southern Comfort would have mm-hmm. been a really good I like name. that. Um, routine Traffic Stop. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was trying to get somewhere with red trucks, and I didn't. And then I have Masking the Truth. Because <gasps> of the masks. And then I also thought, okay, I thought of the best with Witham and Bernati. Yeah. Witham and Bernati, fine leather goods. <laughs> That's it. 
fine leather that's goods. That's no, what that's one thousand percent what it is. And it's that's in it. like a strip mall, but it wants yeah. to be like the nicest business in that strip mall. And they constantly go out of business. Yes. They, they're all over. They like yes. they expand they way locations. too fast. Yes, and all they, the time. All they do is sell leather goods, which just is not that sustainable it's, in today's no. Pla- no it's not but it has a w and then an ampersand and then yes a yeah yes oh it's 100 percent an ampersand company mm-hmm. yeah. yes and they just take the same sign from location to location and they're just a little bit overpriced the price point's just a little too high for that wallet nobody really wants to spend three digits for the wallet especially and- considering they're right next to a subway right. and a taekwondo place in the strip right. mall and there's no. nothing special about the wallet. It's just a normal leather wallet with a flip billfold, whatever, but it's one oh three ninety nine. That's just a little too high. Yeah, no. They they say it's coming from the best cows. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. pe- what do leather people say? They're saying made in Italy. But uh, made in Italy by way of Hong Kong. It's more you like go. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. I did it. Should we go to Twitter? Yes, please. I'm so excited. I'm ready. Jenny says, watching last night's date dateline, and it's important to me that everyone knows I live in New Britain, Connecticut, and I do not remember this at all. I think I'm going to turn local news alerts on my phone after this. I am embarrassed. Can you imagine this going on in your town and you never heard about it? So wait, which town was she in? She was in the Matt town? Yes. Hmm. I see. She said, P.S. We call it hard hitting." new britain because of how classy we are oh wow that's awesome i hard hitting new britain they did mention how large the town is remember because they said that it it like kind of messed things up like it messed up traffic and stuff but they they talk about the size of the town it's like seventy three thousand people do you remember that no i don't remember that they show like an overview of the town i remember because i thought it was really pretty I was like, oh, it it's is one of gorgeous. those cute towns again in I Connecticut. Know. but Everywhere in this episode was gorgeous. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like I miss stuff all the time. Well, this girl is rectifying it by turning on the noose alert on her phone. Wow. She's never going to miss a dateline again. You, you will never miss a thing. Rick Rotman said, in the old days, bank robbers would travel the world surfing and robbing banks wearing Nixon masks. <laughs> <laughs> and I just mentioned Point Break, too. Dateline producer said Brian Witham was arrested before and nicknamed the Polite Bandit. Really? <laughs> the Polite Bandit. Wow. The sociopath that... bandit. Why? And bandit needs to be make a comeback, right? Socio bandit. Trash bandits. Trash bandit. Smoke, the smoking bandit from King Did of the it. Hill. Did it. Um, Dateline producer, here we go. Bernardi slit his own throat after his arrest, but obviously survived. That's what happened. Are you serious? He did. He tried to maybe get out of court. Like, what's his name? No, but for real tried. It sounds like he he made like a real. It looked really rough. It looked rough. I don't know how to feel about that. That's. Who slits their own throat like Man, that? Man, that That's is like, some hardcore, like... Yeah. I'm not going to... Ru- oh, I don't want to ruin the movie in case no one's seen it. You know what? It happened 20 years ago. Devil's Advocate. Oh. hmm If you haven't seen it by now, there you go. Uh, CTH. Ooh. Yeah. The girl that had to work... That girl had to work on Monday and face her boss who wouldn't open the vault for her. Oh, no. She quit. Oh, no. Get real. 
She got. But if she, she went didn't, to a can you branch. imagine the passive aggressive? Like, can I get you any coffee? Oh, now you're gonna help me out and do things right. for me. I bet they both quit. I bet the person that wouldn't open the vault. I'm hoping they felt bad after. I hope they got fired. Because on Twitter, everyone that works at a bank said the first rule number one is like, give them money because it's not worth your life. No, but she's she doesn't have a gun. She's just screaming with a bag in her hand. So maybe that. So should she have gone outside and seen the gun? Absolutely not. I'm saying that she should have done it anyways. She She should have done done it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. The minute she said, my son is outside in danger. Now, Dateline producer did say that the bank and that boss did not want to speak to Dateline. Yeah. No crap, because they're so embarrassed at their behavior. Yeah. Um, Sandra said, oh, this is so funny. Okay, so the um, vacuuming and the giving her cookies, Sandra said, good grief, this sounds like a bunch of realtors prepping for an open house. Yeah, it does. <laughs> They've got like the glade spray out. Yeah. They're making it smell like, yes. you know, fresh linen or whatever. I'm going to sell this house yeah. today. Energy. Think positive. You are going to sell this house today. <laughs> uh, Jack Corey, ask if she has a bomb attached to her before you tell her to lift her shirt. Creep. Hashtag me too. Well, what I was more worried about, I got to be honest, that story, when she said that she, so she wiggled her ankles un, untaped or whatever, and then she walked to the door and saw all the police and then opened the door and I'm like, you're going to get shot. Yes, yeah, seriously. I was like, don't open the door, but it sounded like she called to them and was like, hello. I'm coming out. Call on me, Valerie. Out the door. <laughs> and then waved like no, a white. Why don't you come on over, Valerie? Like this. She should be waving the white flag hanging. That's what I mean. That's what she was doing. That's why I'm doing that motion outside the door. Just hello. Hello. (laughs) Guys, I'm in here. Please do not shoot. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, I just made her sound like um, Hyacinth. (laughs) No, Hyacinth from uh, what's the show? Oh, I'm blanking on it. Um, The uh, Bouquet, Mrs. Bouquet. It's a British show. What's that? Is it Little Britain? It's not Are You Being Served? It's a different... No, but it's in that kind of vein. Uh, Somebody will think of it and tell us. It's bouquet. B-U-C-K-E-T. Bouquet. The accent on the second syllable. Okay. Yeah. Mrs. International. He was Harry. This was Gorilla Tape. Oh, my God. The irony. Oh, God. I never put that together. I wish they hadn't told us. Uh, anti-vigilante. Poor Matt survived a bomb and this police officer outs him as a Wookiee. <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. Um, Daylight producer. We bought our voice-changing device on Amazon for $20. Well, good for you. Was it worth it? Because you scared poor Matt to death. Yeah, was it worth good the traumatizing bravo. of Matt? I'm glad you got the prime shipping and you only spent $20. Are they telling us we can get it for $20? Okay, great. <laughs> it's my next my next. Now purchase. you can find your own PTSD victim and do it to them. Uh, it's, it's going in the cart. That and cat litter. They're, they're all getting bought together. <laughs> okay, Megan Busoth. I looked away for two seconds, and when I look back, Dennis is holding a head in his hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds like you weren't the only one. 
No, Summer of Soaps. Dennis Murphy just pulled a woman's head out and I jumped, y'all. Don't do cold meds. <laughs> That's amazing. I had no excuses. Tammy, our Tammy, said, Dennis, you are killing me with the props. Yeah. Um, but peace du jour. Way to get ahead of the story, Dennis. There we go. <laughs> Where was I on that one? Jeez. <laughs> Um, Citizen Janny, right now mom is my hero because she, like me, watches the Oscars from start to finish. That takes endurance. Yeah, it does. Good. And Sherry said, kudos to the mom who made it through the entire Oscars coverage. I can't do that. No. Um, LV said, uh, normally I don't care for murder-free dateline, but Dennis won me back talking to the kidnapper's voice scrambler and then casually producing a human head mid-interview. He did. He did. He went for the wow. He went for the he wow. He did. But there's so much a difference of some people thinking he casually pulled it up and me who thinks and other people who were like, it just popped out of the screen. Out of I, better, I better rewatch. I, I need <laughs> I need to rewatch and see. I'm sure you guys are right. And it is my fear. But I'm I'm willing to concede if I'm wrong. Okay. I will. I do have no problem like some of us admitting <laughs> that I'm wrong. So I will <laughs> admit it. If, who if is it? it Sean G? It's Sean G. It's he doesn't ever admit when he's wrong. Definitely not Sean G. Yeah. Um, Dateline producer. Adam went on to his interview, but didn't get the job. However, what? six months later, he was promoted at his current job. What's his job? Adam, Restaurant what do you do? manager. CGI coordinator for Dateline. Adam? Maybe. In his, in his girlfriend's little red car? Maybe. But the point is, he did mess up the interview, and that his father-in-law was kind of right to assume that he did something wrong to mess up the interview. Yeah, because even mentally, if you're calling in a place that you're supposed to be interviewing and say, I got in a car accident, they're going to be like, why? Right. Like, are you crazy? Are you making this up? Are you a liar? Did you do something? Did you drive recklessly? Yeah. Or like, is this just an indication that you're a drama queen and stuff is just going to happen to you all the time and you're just going to show up at work late and be like, you'll never guess what happened. I was attacked by a swarm of bees this morning. Yeah, exactly. Like, just stuff happens to you. Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) Maggie Simic Leahy. Listen, as a mom, I barely have any time to shower or to vacuum. Am I saying that I would enjoy having kidnappers come and strap explosives to me in exchange for those things? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Dennis using the voice that changing thing was totally unnecessary, but was literally the highlight of my week. Hashtag he is enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Date date line uh, E. Clark 730. I'm hosting a delete your Facebook account party. All are invited. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be just a swath of Dateline viewers? Um, Justine Mason. OMG, Dennis, why are you re-traumatizing the dude with the Darth Vader machine? Yeah. He was a little like, Luke, I am your father. I wish it he had is. done that joke instead. That would have been really funny. He also, the problem was he was leaning into it. He's like leaning forward into it. <laughs> and Matt's like leaning back like, stop, man, stop. <laughs> personal space it's too much it's too much <laughs> i was literally kidnapped for 12 hours yeah, too much Don't too soon lean close to me Mm-mm. um and then gwendolyn also pointed out that people call their city hard-hitting new britain and said our local baseball team back then was the rock cats who have since moved to hartford and became get this the yard goats when 
What? Well, is a rock cat like a play on rockets? Mm, oh, huh. The rock cats? Maybe. So it's maybe. a play on rock, the rockets. But they're a baseball team, I'm assuming of men. But maybe that's why they're like, oh, we're the, we're the men's baseball, the men's baseball version of the rockets. It's possible. What do you think of the yard goats? <laughs> I can't say it without laughing. I don't How do know. you cheer for it? It's kind of funny. What's with all these the t- the trash pandas, the yard goats? They're they're having a lot of fun there. That sounds like all really fun things. I, I like kind of want to move to these little towns where they have a lot of fun naming things. Yeah, I I would. We like to name things. We love naming things. You're we right. Do great. Yeah. So let's move to hard hit New Britain. Yeah, sounds good. I'm gonna do it, and Never I'm gonna start a team called the Sarcastic Turtles. There you go. And they play shuffleboard because I've always wanted to learn shuffleboard. It's I great. Don't know why? Do it. I'm gonna start the Depressed Meerkats. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna lie around. We're gonna be really good at water slides. Gonna be like a water slide gang, and we go around to different like water slide parks. What do you mean, like a gang? Do they push out the little kids who want to go on the water slide? And they're no, like, we're I mean, first. It's more like we build each other up. Like you can do that level four, that black diamond water slide. You can do it. The hard I believe one. Believe in you. Yeah, because I can't do any of those like straight down vertigo ones. I no, can't do it. No, I can't. No. But the group. It's more like that's why I said it's like a, it's a support group basically. It's an int- inspirational. For yeah, we're scared work. of going down high water slides. <laughs> the, if there's one support group that is needed in this world, it's a niche. It's a niche group. It's that good. is it. Well, I think you're going to find a lot of support. Just build that community online, and they will come to you. You're welcome, America. It's been we've been waiting for it. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Sean G, for your episode. Thank you, Sean G. We love you so much. Oh, I forgot something. Last thing I forgot was Shauna Parker on Facebook yeah. said for last week's episode, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to get this right away. I can't believe you missed the chance to give the episode the alternative title. Why in Tarnation didn't she come home? Yeah. I don't know why. Because they played in Tar. No, I mean, I don't know why we didn't do it. I know. We should have. There's a lot of things that every every week everyone should know that they're... I like hit myself on the forehead at least once or twice being like, oh, come on. That was good. Someone else wrote me the other day and I was like, why didn't you write that to me before we recorded? That would have been really good. What were you going to steal it for your own and pretend like it was your own? I would have given credit. That's good. I'm not a stealer. You can't be like. I'm not a, a, what are we calling them? Bandits? I'm not a bandit. A polite bandit. Trash bandits. (laughs) Trash They take off with your trash. See? They like took out the trash, vacuum. They did. That's totally true. Yeah. I bet they cleaned up the cookie crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe. wouldn't mind if they came around in here. It didn't look a lot that of clean. And I will also say that there was a TJ Maxx receipt on Valerie's uh, nightstand. I spotted it right away. She's a Maxinista. She's a Maxinista. Good for you, Valerie. What are you buying? I wonder if she got tricked into buying a credit card like oh. I did. Please visit our Patreon to find out about Kimberly's mistake i'm really upset still but i got i'm gonna we'll talk about it next time but i did get something in the mail from them that i think can rectify the whole situation <laughs> we'll talk about this on there's our a next, twist our next episode kimberly's crumbling credit score <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> to find out more <laughs> i'm gonna rob a credit union and go would you will this help my credit score if i rob you guys 
Oh, that would be, I would like to see that. <laughs> Can I have some money, please? Will that help? <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, subscribe, leave us a review. Uh, visit our patreon we have some really fun stuff going on in may new stuff every few days all through may at the five dollar level and but it's gonna be may everybody um it's gonna be may shanji thank you so much for being one of our best listeners ever seriously and don't watch alone watch with your favorite trash panda Let's do this. Watch with your favorite trash panda, rock cat, or yard goat. What's or a yard goat sound like? Depressed mercat. <laughs> that might be a sheep. I gotta, I gotta pay more attention between sheep and goats. But so don't rake me over the coals. I realize it sounds like a sheep. Bye, everybody. Bye.